This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's your pal, Brett. And uh, before we get the podcast started, I got to do this little sponsor spot. And, you know, we do these every once in a while, but I think it should be known that we do these so that we can keep the podcast going. We got to keep the lights on. Our sponsor for this week is Johnson Boating. You know, it's summer, it's hot. Why don't you get outside and, you know, spend some time with your Johnson? So why don't you head on over to johnsonboating.com and enter the keyword banter at checkout for $5 off or a free life vest. I got to be honest, I feel like the free life vest is a better value. You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. Thanks for the question, Stefanos. That's what I think a bagpipe would sound like if there were bees in it. <laughs> you can tweet us your questions at Talking Banner. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Talking Banner, the official after show uh, to the Dynamic Banter podcast. It's official. Today we're covering episode 11, Stack and Breaks. I'm Brett Register. With me as always is Owen. Owen, I'm so glad you could be here. That's an extremely accurate sound I think that you've come up with. I first Googled bees in a bag <laughs> because they would be in the bagpipe and that didn't, it didn't come back with satisfactory results like this. This is what it would sound like. It would be coming in and out of the little holes, right? Mm-hmm. Could you still play the bagpipe if there was a honeycomb in it? Unlikely. Anyway, what did you think about this episode? This was one of my uh, favorites. Yeah, it was great. Um, I mean, these guys, they're great every time, you know, but sometimes it's just extra great. Uh, I felt, did you feel uh, like the episode started with a little animosity? <laughs> Let's be transparent. <clears throat> uh, it just felt like that kind of like, don't you leave me again, kind of playful. Right. I definitely felt like we understood what the podcast is about now, and it's it's about Steve and Mike getting together. Yeah. And talking about bees. Why bees? So we wanted to have a a guest on our podcast because there's been so many guests on Dynamic Banter's podcast and we thought it would be fun if we got the sound guy from uh, Dynamic Banter to come on. Um, but he, he currently refused. 
I was told the door will stay open. So fingers crossed. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It's not a no. Is that I just now I feel a lot of pressure to perform. So he thinks, you know, we should have we should ask our audio guy to come on. But who fucking wants that? <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Someday, maybe. We'll get someone. We'll get somebody. So a little animosity over the bit gone wrong, but uh, I've enjoyed This has been like a, a summer special. Mm-hmm. This is like sweeps week on dynamic, or sweeps month on dynamic banter. Yeah. Pulling out all the stops. Stacking breaks. I like the expression. Should we get in? I can talk for 45 uninterrupted minutes about stacking breaks. <laughs> I'll try not to, but let's, let's get, I, that's where we need to like set up camp for this episode. <laughs> well, you want to clear out the other things we have to do first? Nope. Stacking breaks. So here's the deal. First of all, I never thought about the idea that a comedian getting laughs in a row and that laughter building as being a thing that needed to be named. Mm-hmm. But now that I felt like it has been named, mm-hmm. there is no other name for that. Yeah. So that's sort of my first thought on it. It seems right, right off the bat. That's how you know it's right. Right. And the uh, bringing it, breaking it down to just stacking by the end, mm-hmm. that's really nice. And there's like an evolution if this were to hypothetically be posted on the Easy You Reddit, I feel like the explanation of it would be continually killing it. And then it can apply to a lot of things. Right, right, right. But stacking is like too close to stacked. Or like stacking sounds like stacking bills. Yeah, but that's where it comes. You got to know what the fuck's going on. There will be people that will use it wrong. And the listeners of this podcast will be like, you're not fucking using that right. Right. But when Steve was saying that, like, Clarissa is stacked, that means she's like. Right. And if if you say it about someone who's just arbitrarily, like, standing in a bar looking attractive, that's incorrect. But if she's standing on top of the bar and telling jokes or performing some sort of entertaining. Extended applause. (laughs) Yeah, just after everyone. Yeah, she's just breaking it down to whatever. If she's actually stacking breaks, then she deserves to be called stacking. If she's up there stacking, you can say she's stacking, and no one was. But it sounds a lot like you're saying she's stacked. Well, I mean, like you know, you're you're still single. You should try it out at the bar (laughs) and get back to us. But right now, the purest form is at a comedy club. Mm -hmm. You go see Louie. Mm-hmm. You leave and you go. He was fucking stacking tonight, mm-hmm. and I like that. Now here's and the other be like, piece Did of that. that Falzone kid send you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, if you say it, if you go to the show with Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like every saying throughout the history of time, like one fell swoop, all that stuff mm-hmm. started somewhere, and somebody said it and tried to make it a thing, and somebody else made fun of them for it. Oh, and it had to persevere anyway. Right, and you would never believe anyone after it becomes a thing. You would never believe someone. It's like well, I made that up. Right. Like mm. one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I was the first one who said that. 
<laughs> my response to that would always be, go fuck yourself. Like, you have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. But this, if Stack and Breaks becomes a thing, mm-hmm. this would be like the birth of it. The birth of it would be recorded. And throughout history, yeah. I could be like, I know where that came from. You know what Steve told me off of like things I learned today on Reddit the other day? I really don't. He said that the saying like, oh shit, we're toast, or I'm toast, as in like we're dead meat, or any variation on that, that the first known recorded reference to something like that is in Ghostbusters. When Bo Murray says, this chick is toast, that that's the first time anyone said that. That can't be true. Well, I just assume it's not true. No one that's ever said That's the problem that. with these right. sayings, is they become so iconic that you almost don't believe there was ever an origin. Mm-hmm. They've just always been there. No one could be clever enough to come up with anything. Right. That's what I always want to say to those fucking ancient aliens people. (laughs) Ancient humans could never have done this without the help of aliens. Just because you never had one good fucking idea in your life doesn't mean no one else ever did. We figured out a few things. I know. It's just like we... Some smart people. You're right. It takes fucking smart people. Right. The smart people, because all sayings come up from like popular people. Yeah. And they're not, you know, they're not thinking ahead. They're not thinking we need to write this down and catalog it. Smart people, they <laughs> fucking get it. So all the facts and shit, they wrote that down. Yeah. While the cool kids were making up sayings and having sex and having sex and making babies. Yeah. That could become evil and stolen by like a group of people under an island hypothetically. <laughs> so I I want to get into Sir Chex's watch. Mm-hmm. You talking about their guest, Elliot? No, I'm talking about the fictional character, oh, just the character. that was created. Mm-hmm. That if there was a movie adaptation of, mm-hmm. Elliot could hypothetically play. Right. And he just when he checks his watch, he he when he brings his head back up from checking his watch, he's always in a different location, like quantum leap style. So whenever. It, but That's he's not cool. doing good. He just, once he gets bored with the situation, his watch takes him to a totally different situation. Wow, that's really cool. And it, like, you know. Or if he's like running from danger, like look at his watch and... Well, danger, he would never be able to... That's the but, thing. If he gets in a dangerous situation, he can't get out of there. Only when he's truly bored does the watch activate. Oh. So it's like when he has to check his watch, fucking zaps him out of there. And then he goes on a whole new adventure. That's cool. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is all the sayings that come out of dynamic banter. And uh, I want to wonder out loud why, they don't, why DB doesn't make t-shirts. Oh, I'm, I'm repackaging this for the podcast. We already talked about this earlier. But mm-hmm. there's so many good ones. The Small Gentleman. Mm-hmm. Stack and Breaks. Mm-hmm. Search X's watch, a I, whole B series. I guess it depends on if people want them or not. Well, that's where I'm getting to. I want to know if people want them, and I feel like the boys upstairs aren't going to ask that question to the fans like we can. Right. Also, my thought was, everyone does posters and T-shirts. Is that because people like posters and T-shirts, or oh, that's right? Is there something different to do for once? I think it's the simplest way to show. You get it. Like, let's say, for instance, some dude says stacking, and he's got on a uh, 
small gentleman t-shirt, mm-hmm. you know that motherfucker's legit. Yeah. He's real. Mm-hmm. He's, he gets it. Mm-hmm. But without a t-shirt, it's like, what would be the other option? Like a coaster? Maybe a bottle popper? Yeah, I've seen those too, though. Okay, so what's the answer to the question? I don't know. Vinyl kid robot figures? I don't have an answer. But I am asking the question. Okay, well, let, let us know. You know you, you know you can let us know? What you think? They, they know already. You can go to the fucking Twitter, man. At Talking Banter. No, no G. G. <laughs> or you can email us. Talking Banter at Gmail. No G. Except in the Gmail, there's a G. <laughs> Let's move on. We have so much to get to. Can Lots we talk time. about how, how, how Elliot, the part when Elliot didn't get it? <laughs> he, he didn't get it so hard that it made me think I missed something and I had to go back. <laughs> right well for the purposes of this show i didn't want to have something fly over me that was that essential and i listened to it a couple times and i don't you can't he, he's it's genuine it's insane because that's a brand new mike berbiglia movie i don't even think it's out yet if it came out it came out yesterday right so it's like there's no chance that a they would a- have anyone would know about been referencing famous, it the famous watch checking bit <laughs> from that movie that nobody's seen yet I really want to see it. If he was secretly sponsored by that movie. <laughs> I think that was completely right. genuine. And that watch checking reference made him think about the movie. Maybe it's really a great bit. We just don't know yet. His mind just went right to it. I mean, if he had sold me on that, sure. I would be like, I got to see this movie. I got to find out what the fuck I was missing out on. Um, but he didn't. He was. He wanted to cut it out. He was embarrassed by it. it. Seemed so like, clearly, it seemed like maybe he didn't trust Steve and Mike a hundred percent. Maybe that he didn't know what they were gonna do with him, <laughs> or what they do on their show. <laughs> but like, have you seen Elliot and Delman's great show? Have I seen it? Yeah, they're they have a YouTube show. Oh, I I haven't. I I know they talked about it. I need to go watch. It's it. like, it's weird. Okay. Like, Elliot shouldn't have been put off by anything unusual. He should have just yes-and his way right right out of there? I just don't think he would have been that surprised. But maybe he was actually thrown off. Is a podcast that weird? Is a podcast or is that podcast? Is dynamic banter. No. Especially, like, recently. I don't think so. It's not that weird, Some people right? might think that. Maybe. If you're like analyzing every second yeah. of something, you're always going to see that it gets weird and that there are weird imperfections in it. You know? I, yeah. But I think that's only if you're in it. If you're the listener and the viewer, they're like, you're just... I get excited when there's a new dynamic banter going up. Me too. And I'm aware that they're recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, so I, was, I don't think it's weird. I was there when they were recording it. Mm-hmm. This one. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty funny. And then I listened back to at least part of it. And it was a lot 
more coherent than I remember. <laughs> it's always that way. Yeah. Every time we record the first time show, I leave thinking that we didn't cover anything. Right. In, in a two-hour stretch. I know. And it's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. No. Yeah. I think it's it, it, listening back, it's always clearer and better. But I don't think if you're analyzing your podcast that much, like if you're a hypothetical person that's doing that, <laughs> um, you probably also aren't listening back to it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that, like, remembering. like, winner of 22 might not, but he wouldn't have ever listened to the podcast, so what does it matter? It's winner of 66. <laughs> I want to I wanna get to that. Did we get to that on first time show? I don't remember. Somebody called me out. Let's find it. Pingu. Newt, Newt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said you guys started calling him winner of 66, but it's winner of 63. Hashtag what's real anymore. Um, I chose to do it wrong at the beginning because I thought it would be funnier if he came back, if people came after him and he came back to be like, yeah, yeah, that he would have one more thing to be mad about. <laughs> um, I can't. I couldn't even imagine a person that 10 years after Lost came out is on the Reddit, sees there is a new podcast, and then gets angry about it, would go through the trouble of getting to the point where he's listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, the way I see some people comment on videos, man, like, <laughs> no one's got a gun to your head. You don't have to be watching any YouTube video. I've never seen a video that like made me so angry that I couldn't stop watching it and I had to comment about it. If I, don't, if I see no, something I, would, I don't want to yeah. see, I instantly click it off without even thinking about it. Because who cares? People. I guess. So many people. Yeah, but complaints about like podcasts and things, I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, good free American content. It's definitely free like totally free ignore the sponsor ads I always do let's talk about Bruce for a second mm. somebody asked we're, I'm taking questions throughout this is integrated Gio at a y Giovanni on Twitter we're at Talking Banter on Twitter. No G. No G. Please send us your thoughts on bees and bagpipes. I felt better if it was focused. Something to ask questions about. We'll come up with new topics. <laughs> I think it helps corral the conversation. Geo asks Talking Banter. Share some deets about this week's hashtag the easy you history road since you were present at that dinner. Hashtag Bruce Wayne. Oh, right. Um, we, we did a, on the two hour Pac-Man Twitch live stream, me and Steve dug into that we thought we did really well at. And then you came home and beat our high score. Uh, I talked about it a little bit, but I can talk about it more. Uh, Rhino Ball's story was pretty accurate. <laughs> in particular well i'll tell the story because if you didn't watch the two-hour live stream which 
I don't know why you wouldn't have. But if you didn't, we, my team, the DC Comics team at Comic-Con went to that restaurant the night before as like a team whatever. I did two dinners that night. <laughs> I did dinner with Steve, dinner club, and then I bounced out early to go to dinner at this Mexican restaurant. And it was delicious night one. I had like pork street tacos. They were fucking awesome. This so is I, the same restaurant? Same restaurant. So I convinced everyone to come back the next night. And true to Rhino Ball's story, it was not as good. Were they not in character the first night? Well, I'm, uh, well, I'm not getting... Before I get to Bruce, I'm just talking about the food. Oh, the food so, was also not good. Right. The food was not nearly as good the second night. So the first night we went and we had... We sat at the same table both nights. And we had Bruce as a server. And I'm with all of my DC people. So Bruce came up in a Batman t-shirt with the little shitty cape on the back. And he's like, he's clearly not a Bruce. Like He didn't have a Bruce kind of face. Mm-hmm. He would have been like, I don't know. It needed to be something a little more exotic. Okay. <laughs> so he came up like, I'm Bruce. And one of, one of our producers was like, oh, that's funny. Like Bruce Wayne. And he's like, yep, you get it. I went on this whole thing. And then we took the rest of the night to just, like, he was fine. I was just feeding into the gag because I thought it was stupid and pointless. So I kept, like, feed, like leading him on that mm-hmm. we thought this was an amazing bit that he should keep going with. Mm-hmm. Just to see how, like, how much stupid shit would come out of his mouth. So then we go back the second night. And we sit at the same table and fucking Bruce comes up. He's like, hey, guys, I'm Bruce. And I'm like, I know, I was here last night, and I had you as a waiter. <laughs> and just, like, blew up his spot right away. But I think then he associated me with, oh, this guy thinks this shit is fucking hilarious. Oh, so he, no. w- he went for it. Like, he took the hardest he, swings at you, every joke. This guy loved what I did so much last <laughs> night that he brought a different group of people to, to my show tonight. <laughs> I missed Mike's stand-up show, but I went to Bruce's stand-up show twice. <laughs> Two nights. In a row. So I think he was literally walking away, trying to think of new hilarity uh-huh. that he could unleash on us, walking back and just throwing it. And Steve was getting... I loved it because Steve was stewing in his own hatred for this guy, mm-hmm. but he didn't really let the guy know it. He yeah. Let, you know, he's a waiter in downtown San Diego. Yeah. I'm Steve sure he had dreams. get pissed anyways. Yeah. So even but, if he um, does, he doesn't want to like force that on other people. But what's crazy, and I can't remember if it was Mike or Elliot, but they're like, you got to remember one thing he said. I can't remember one thing he said. I remember the feeling of it being stupid and annoying, mm-hmm. but I literally can't remember the words that came out of his mouth. Like any of them. It was all so terrible. And the comedy was all in the reaction to it. So I... I'm like I understand Steve's inability to articulate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I didn't go back a third night. Did you think about it? No, not even a little bit. The food wasn't as good the second night, and you know Bruce wasn't <laughs> as good. But I wondered if me not coming back the third night, if he regretted anything, if he was like, ah, I knew it wasn't as good. Was I, I tried too hard. I missed the magic. <laughs> and so he refined it on another group of people. And there's some group out there that has a very different... He went with like Green Lantern the next night. Oh, he totally switched it up. Yeah, he did switch switcheroo. He was Hal. 
He'll never do Batman again. He burned the t-shirt in a ritualistic fashion in his backyard. What if he was Hal from 2001? Just the red dot? Uh-huh. He well, said that would be funnier out face, of the gate. And he talked real slow. We went... So what's funny is the night I met Bruce, we had gone to a different restaurant, which name, the name of also escaped me, um, and everybody was dressed up in that restaurant. Like, full cosplay. Bruce just had on a, just had on a shitty t-shirt. But there was a girl dressed up as Kate McKinnon's character from Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. Cool. There was a genuine part of me that had to look for a long time to decipher if it, if it wasn't Kate McKinnon. Just, <laughs> like, goofing and working in a restaurant. Uh-huh. It was so good. So, they go from that to Bruce. He's got a long way to go, I think. I'm going to go back next year and check on him. <laughs> I assume he'll still be there. I assume he's listening. Well, I yeah, I assume he has both found this podcast and st- is still working at that taco joint. <laughs> so until then, this is a to-be-continued storyline. You want to get to comments? Sure. I find that kind of soothing at this point. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. I'm a, we, uh, this might be a shorter one or the same length as last week. Uh, cause I have to, uh, run out and get my mom from the airport. Oh shit. <laughs> what time is it? This is our set. This is let's be transparent. We got time. Uh, Geo. He asks us another question. He says at talking banter. So what do you, what do you think of stacking becoming a thing? And Geo, it's good news. If you rewind this podcast back, <laughs> we in favor. We answered that question, yeah. and we are all for it. Hashtag stacking, stacking breaks, stacking breaks. I think that hashtag should be the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag should be because so you don't confuse it. But also, I would be the guy later when the kids are saying stacking. I'd still be saying stacking breaks because you're the hipster. Yeah. Okay. Well, somebody hashtagged the easy you, the easy you, right. and it's way more searchable. If you search easy you, so much garbage comes up. Oh, really? Yeah. So hashtag thezu. It's not good. Is <laughs> way better. All right. Josh Fletcher at Ugh. Joshua Fletcher. Now, here's what's interesting about Josh. Uh, and his name, Josh Fletcher, is spelled Josh regular. And then Fletcher, F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R. But then his Twitter handle is at Joshua Fletcher. Joshua spelled normal, but Fletcher spelled F-L-E-T-C-H-O-R. The fuck is that all about? <laughs> he asked, you guys remember the Scotsman from Samurai Jack? What do you think was in his bagpipe sauce? Do you ever watch Samurai Jack? No, Steve tried to get me to, and I... Never got around to it. I hear it's excellent from not just Steve, but other people as well. I never watched it. So I don't know. But I'm going to do a very quick search here and see if I can get a little video. We're going to try this out. It's two minutes. 
So for those of you at home, the the Scotsman is walking across the bridge, playing a black bagpipe, walking right towards Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack has his hands on his ears. He doesn't want to hear this. The Scotsman looks down at him. Samurai Jack lowers his eyes. By the look on your face, I can tell you like the pipes, we laddie. I think it's whiskey. Next question. Um, Ty Perala. Yep. At Tote Your Naughty. That's not... Sorry about that, Ty. (laughs) He asked, A rogue bee stinger appeared in the beginning of the new SourceFed podcast. Is it in game... There's just a rogue bees stinger. There's a rogue sharp thing. Maybe oh, that's look just at that. that's insane. Look at that shit. Okay, the stinger is in bee. The stinger is in Bree's thumb. Bree was on dynamic banter, so yeah, it's She's in got game. A, she has a stinger in her thumb. Yeah, she has a rogue bee stinger in her thumb, which I can only imagine she got at Steve's house. Um. Yeah, it's in game. Sebastian uh, dot O. You need to update this vision board, the EZU continuity board. Oh yeah, there's so many more players now. He does have a more updated one. More updated than that one. I pulled up the old one. Yeah, but you, you're saying it's continued to grow. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, buddy. You got some work to do. How about that couple on their honeymoon? That the, was so great. The pond in Hawaii for the lost. Those two, they get it. Yeah, and they the other couple, it. like the other couple drinking the croix. The, the little croix is fucking great. Yeah, and watch you guys make you guys make me fly high. Keep sending stuff like that. It makes me feel good about yeah. the life I'm I've chose to lead. <laughs> Nitesh Metha. Or at Mr. Underscore Natesh Metha. If I pronounced it wrong, at least I did it twice and doubled down on it. He asked, at Talking Banter, what's it like to have fans? And then he clarifies, electric fans. Um, and I have, a, I have an awesome answer to this question. <laughs> it's necessary. Um, well, do you have fans or do you have air conditioning? Both. Do you need to sleep with a fan? Yeah, or at least a window open. Okay, this is a video of these fans. This one's a 12-inch floating fan. This one's a 4-inch liquid fan. And this one is a probably a 6 or 8-inch fan. Um, there's a... There's a... I don't, know, I don't know how I found this, to be honest with you. But me and my brother were watching uh, television one night. And I was on Amazon Prime looking for something to watch. And I found out there's an entire series of videos on Amazon Prime that are high-def footage of relaxing things for you to sleep (laughs) to. And there are multiple fan videos. That is a locked-off shot of three hours of an oscillating fan. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like a box pan video. <laughs> and then there's a babbling brook. So if you <laughs> and if you think we didn't watch them for like forty five fucking minutes this uh-huh. evening happens, um, you would be wrong. Speaking of the babbling brook, the picture. What picture? Did he show you? No. Is it on his... Is that picture on your Twitter? Where is it? What? The brook. The babbling brook. Uh, yeah, I retweeted it. <laughs> All right, hang on. Tee, you got to tee this up somehow. Oh, wait, I guess you did. I'm looking for the babbling brook. This? Yeah. Oh, this is Pingu Newt Newt. Love the new dynamic banner set. Who <laughs> 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 are all these people playing guitars? Oh, they're playing the song. I love the speaker dam. Oh, no, that's great. Hold on. I'm going to retweet that. Boom. Retweeted live. Does that make it better? Probably doesn't. Um, Amazing. So That's perfect. You haven't listened to Jesse Stilwell's latest after shows, right? Right. It's going to upset him, I feel. I just... It was so busy this I, week. Yeah. I'm just telling... I feel like I know him at this point. He's not going to be happy. I, I, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> but in his podcast, he clarified that they... He said he knows without a shadow of a doubt that the reason they lock up the razors is so homeless people don't come in and cut themselves and put the meth in it. Put it in the wounds. I guess it works faster that way. And that's why they had to start locking them up. What? Yeah, it's a dark answer, but I, I didn't want to leave any stone left unturned from last week. That's not the razors aren't the only sharp thing around. I though, thought to that cause a too. Wound. But if you listen Plus to it, he sounds like... very confident about <laughs> it. But razors aren't even like the old style, like where you can like pop them out. Like they're the little like safety razors now. Right. Well, I was so it's wondering harder to if, do that with. Right. I was wondering if. It's not a decision by the store, but it became like federally mandated that you have to do that. Like they picked that as the thing that mm-hmm. drug addicts are using the most. But didn't they lock up condoms too? They don't now. Maybe that's for like asphy- asphyxiation. They were putting the condoms over their head. Too many YouTubers <laughs> were doing the, the condom challenge, that thing where you fill it with water and drop it on your head. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Kids Whatever. Days. Whatever. Lock up the razors. Uh, well, let's move right along because we stick to a format. <laughs> uh, and uh, listen, guys. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't. Oh, shit. Give me a minute. I'm only signed into the Talking Banter Gmail on my phone and for some reason it's not signed in anymore and I'm not sure if I know what the password is <laughs> Damn it. I think I made up something oh no I'm gonna try something 
Y V. Give me one second. Almost there. What if I figure this out? What if I figure out the password that I made up? <laughs> I did it. Really? I fucking did it. That's impressive. Oh man, I really didn't think it you were was gonna touch get and it. go for a minute. <laughs> if it was me, I was like, "Shit, I'm fucked for sure." Dude, Tyson King resent his fan fiction, and it works this time. So we're gonna read it. It's, this is part two. Oh, if you'll oh. remember in the first one, that was the one with the whips. Yeah, where Mike had the whips. Not so. recent. He sent a sequel or a follow up. He sent a sequel. I said two weeks ago that yeah. if he sent a sequel, we'd fucking read it. Yeah. And he sent one last week, but it didn't deliver the whole email for some reason. So uh. Uh, he resent it, and we're gonna give it to you right now. Part two. My parents aren't proud. As Mike was about to strike Steve on the buttock, something happened. A something that would change their lives as they knew them. A woman, and not just any ghost, the ghost that is the old crazy lady that Steve and Mike both had run into before. Steve stumbled to his knees and ran into the other room. Mike, without knowing what to do, waved his studded black strop around, trying to strike the ghost with it. Of course, this did not work because it's a fucking ghost. But then Steve ran back into the room with a large backpack on and a hose coming around to his hands. It was his copy proton pack from the Ghostbusters movies. Steve promptly flipped a switch and the ghost was struck and flew away with haste. Mike and Steve were still reeling from the whole experience. Like, how did your copy proton pack work? said Mike. I don't know, but I'm glad it did, Steve replied in amazement. The two went to a nearby diner to have a debrief, as it were. That was fucking crazy, Mike shouted. Just then, Mike's phone started to ring. On the screen was the Ghostbusters sign. Do you know that number? questioned Steve. Mike shook his head, then answered it. Hello, it's me, the voice said. Garfield? Mike replied, puzzled. No, not Garfield. I'm Peter Venkman. Look, I'll explain all this later, but right now we need your help. To which Mike replied, with what? The man then said in a stoic voice. We need your help saving the world. From the Michelin Man. So off they walked into the night together with a new outlook and a new mission. The end. For now. And uh, that's that's the fanfic. It feels, Tyson, I'm just putting it out there, I feel very, I feel very confident in saying um, it feels like a trilogy. <laughs> um, and I would be... I would be disappointed if it wasn't uh, a trilogy, at least. And then take some time, and then there should be a fourth one um, that could be, uh, you know, sometime later. Okay, well, we gotta get to some other people's too. I'm, you know. Well, sure. I think that to really conceive a proper trilogy, Tyson's gonna need a minute. Oh yeah. So listen. 
we need you to send us your fan fiction so we can read it at the end of the show. So it's not just Tyson every week and there's diversity. I was wondering if somebody could could write fan fiction of of Steve and Mike as bees in a bagpipe. Yeah, like an animated. Yeah. An animated story with Steve and Pixar's Mike as bees. Bees in a bagpipe. Stuck Steve in a bagpipe. Stuck yeah. in a bagpipe. Stuck in a bagpipe. Mm. So send that to talkingbanter at gmail.com. Yeah. At Talking Banter on Twitter. The only rule is you're not allowed to use a single joke if it was in B movie. No B movie theft. Don't be that guy. <laughs> or girl. Ooh, that one stung. Nice. Light up. That was a headgum podcast.